You're good to go? Got it. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. And before we get started today, I do want to mention that uh, this is new this season. This episode is brought to you by the wonderful Self-Esteem Doctor and the uh, Self-Esteem Doctor Academy. Uh, the wonderful Dr. Simone Alicia uh, is, does wonders to work on uh, confidence and self-esteem, not only for children, but for uh, teenagers and adults as well. So I invite you to go and check out the Self-Esteem Academy online. And uh, I'll add the link on there as well. So you can see a wonderful resources to help your children build their self-esteem and their confidence and little tips for the parents as well. So today I have a, a wonderful guest. Uh, it's just, I'm so excited to have her on. And I know I say that all the time, but this one really does. It's, it's like a little passion of mine with uh, writing. And I have the wonderful Sally Lotz with me. Thank you, Sally, for, for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. And uh, I guess we could jump right in. And if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and tell your story and, and uh, how you get to uh, where you are today. Well, it's funny that at this you're starting to talk about self-confidence um, <laughs> because a lot of what I do actually started with the lack of self-confidence. Um, mm -hmm. But I am a I'm a children's author. So that means I write for kids anywhere from children who read picture books all the way up to young adults, which is age 18. I am a, a writing slash book coach. So I help people tell their stories and get them written. And I am a mentor for uh, writers, helping them sometimes get through the struggles. Um, Where'd I come from? That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a long story, but um uh, I did. I grew up in a cult, actually, which is my starting story. Um, and my creativity, uh, creative spirit was and education was not something that was pushed or encouraged. In fact, it was strongly discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so for me to become a writer and be creative and come out of that is a big win. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then on top of that, because this is the self-confidence part, I was also a child, and I am still an adult, with ADHD and dyslexia, and I chose a career with writing. Right. <laughs> that's just a, a small kind of weird, to... you know, it's, yeah. a small, it's a small challenge, but I make it work. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. I learned a lot about you today. I didn't know about that. And I, I like that you mentioned that because a lot of people don't tend to talk about the struggles that they go through every day. You kind of mask that off and then just, but that is impressive to say, I'm going to be a writer and help people write. And, but I do have these challenges every day mm -hmm. that I face. That is amazing. Yep. So I think if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my yeah, feeling. <laughs> Yes, you're definitely the one who can tell us that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Um, is there a defining moment? Because you were a writer, you've and I've seen mm -hmm. your books. They're uh, they're great. Because I work with children, so I'm always okay. uh, excited when I see children's books. But uh, is there a defining moment where you knew that you needed to go further than just writing? That you just wanted to help people, uh, coach them, and mentor them through, and getting their books done. Um. So it's kind of strange when you're in the writing world, um, especially the children's writer world, you need to 
be with other writers. You need to get feedback and you need to get um, other people's opinions on what you've written. Um, but on the other hand, we like to be quiet and not be in a group. And we like to just, it's kind of a weird thing. So over the years, I've kind of learned how to work with my writer friends on uh, teaching them, but not teaching them, coaching them through their process and encouraging them. And on the other hand, people who are not writers, when they find out that I'm a writer, they always tell me, oh, I want to write a book. Oh, I have a book idea. Oh, I just wrote a book, but I don't know what to do with it. And um, so kind of from those two passions, they just kind of melded. And I just started telling people, well, if you're serious, I can help you. And you don't yeah. have to be a writer. I can teach you everything I know and help you th through the process. So, and I just, I just love seeing people's eyes light up and get excited when they, uh, my story can actually be a story, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. And I think it's yeah. great because uh, we mentioned that before we were recording, but I've been sitting on my book for a little over a year. It's done. It took forever to get it done. Well, the, yeah. the, no, once, once I started writing, it was quick. Uh, it was it took forever to decide to get it done. And then mm -hmm. once it was done, and I, I, that kind of leads into my next question, but once it was done, uh, all these these other inner struggles started popping up. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. am I really going to be doing this? So it's, it goes beyond just writing the book. Can you kind of tell us a little bit as a writer, because you've lived through it, mm -hmm. uh, and now as a coach and mentor, uh, are there, you know, you talk about unleashing your inner uh, writer. Uh, what are some of the struggles as a writer that you could go through that nobody talks about? Can you share that with us a little oh, bit? Oh, boy, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many, right? <laughs> well, it's different for every person. But the, the main struggles, the, the very first struggle is people have is just getting started. Like you just said, <laughs> I had the idea, yeah. but I didn't do it. I just sat on it uh, because yeah. because it's like, they don't know where to start. They don't know how to start. They don't know if it's any good. Um, so they stop themselves immediately from even starting. Um, another struggle is also, is my writing any good? Is somebody going to steal my idea? Is, right. you know, I hear these things all the time. Um, what if I get stuck? Um, that's a big struggle that people have of, of getting stuck. Um, and also, um, I think, once you've got the book finished is letting it go and letting mm -hmm. other people give you feedback, letting other people see your work. Um, because when you're writing, you're kind of writing for yourself. You're writing in this vacuum world where nobody's looking at what you're reading, but yeah. you're ultimately your audience needs to be connected to your work and needs to understand it. No matter what type of book it is, if it's kids. If it's a nonfiction book, if it's cookbook, whatever. So you have to actually let it go and have a thick skin. This is the hard part of people telling you what they yeah. like and what they don't like, and then being able to adjust from that or just move on from that. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> it really, that's, it's that's your baby. You're like, yeah. wait, I wrote that. You don't like it, you know, or <laughs> you, you didn't understand. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I get stuck with that. Who am I to take that to bring you know right. uh, that imposter syndrome? Where it's, yeah. or I reread re it and I just want to change it, and I keep changing it. And the mm -hmm. mentor, the coach that I had at the time, was just like, "That'll be your Leave next it. book. Get this Leave one it. out. That'll mm -hmm. be your next book." So I love yeah. how you said that. 
yeah, to get it started. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's one thing, but to let it go. I love how to you let said it go. that. Let, let it go, go and listen to valuable advice. That is, um, I always tell people to get advice not from your family, not from your friends, but mm-hmm. find people who are same level of writing or higher level of writing than you, and you get advice from them and more than one, because sometimes people have a different viewpoint than you um, about writing. So get a couple people and see if, if they all hear this, if they all say the same thing, then you have a problem. If not, it's just a matter of opinion and and you just go on, but you got to have a thick skin and not take it personally. Yeah, that is a, that is a big one. Yeah. That is a very big one. And that's hard you pour your, your heart and soul into it. So you, you do take it personally yeah. and it's important not to, I love that. Yeah. I'm gonna, then, yeah. then after that, if you're going traditional publishing, then you have to deal with all the rejections from agents yeah. and publishers. And then if once your book is published, you may get bad reviews. So you have mm-hmm. to just be able to suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Suck it up and let it go. Suck it up and let it go. It's not personal. It's not no. you. Mm-mm. That should be the next book, right? Yeah. Just suck it up and let suck it Suck it up, Buttercup. That's my next book. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, I, I, I wanted to ask you because uh, that's the advice that I had gotten when I was, I wanted to, I'd been thinking about writing this book for a bit and um, d- couldn't get it to s- get it started, didn't know how. And the, the person had told me, just write the, right now, write the word the. So I, was, I didn't understand. So I wrote the. And then he just said, congratulations, you just started your book, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just get it done. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was that easy. So I was just wondering from, from your, from your experience, uh, what is the one thing that somebody could do today to say, uh, I'll get started. You know, this is one little thing, one little habit they can change, one little thing, the action that they could do to say, I'm moving towards writing my book today. Is there anything that- uh, Yeah, there's there's a couple of things because I love helping people get started because that's the hardest part. Um, <laughs> first of all, you don't have to start with the beginning of your book. That's one thing I tell people, oh. write the last chapter, write the middle. You don't have to start with the beginning. Start- if you have an idea in your head and it's the end of your book, then write that because that'll get you going and that gives you some place to work towards. Um, don't know where to start yet. You have characters. I always say take your main character and create a journal as your main character. Be that main character and just write at the end of the day, like for 10 minutes by hand as your character in your character's voice. And little things will pop up in there that will make it into your story. It gets you into the personality of your characters. Um, And also with writing the word the, just, it sounds stupid to say, just start writing because all the books I've written, the first 10 pages have never made it into the final book anyway. So sitting there fussing and fretting over with your first words, it doesn't really matter because you're probably going to toss them out. (laughs) Just being realistic with you. It's not like the movies where somebody sits down and they write their book and like they have the best first line. That never happens. It usually happens like on page 10 once you've gotten into the flow and you're like, okay. And then you just those 10 pages. So those are three things. And just writing every day in a journal by hand, I say, um, free writing for just 10 minutes, whatever comes into your head. 
using a writing prompt or um, using your book, you know. That's amazing. Just, just, just take deep breaths and relax, you know. It's, that's, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. I like that. Yeah. Some somebody needs to start finish or you know you can mm -hmm. finish right away but you can really work it. yeah that's amazing yeah uh, you mentioned something very important and i'm actually i was guilty of that not believing in getting a coach or a mentor it's like mm -hmm. i can do this on my own nobody would understand but you know um <laughs> and nobody you know you don't see it as an investment at the time but uh what would be your you know i mean i guess it would be just like, for people who are not convinced that a coach or a mentor would be the way to go, what would you, your advice be on that? And how do coaches help uh, when it comes to writing their book? It's funny because I was writing a list down this morning, not knowing you were going to ask this question of, I kind of call myself a concierge is like, how can I help somebody? What are the most common things people come to me for? One, the one thing is I, I work with a lot of people who've already spent a lot of money and time on their books. And I already have all that knowledge. You know, I could have guided them on their path um, before they even started their journey and given them the possibilities um, of which direction they could go. And then they could choose their path instead of, because it's kind of like, they don't, you don't know the questions to ask because you've never been there before. Right. So you just kind of stumble around. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't know what to ask. I mean, I know the different paths. So that's that's one thing is I can help people on that journey save their time and their money before they even get started. Um, a writing coach or book concierge or uh, can help you um, in those times of doubt and deep struggle um, because it's going to happen. You're going to get to a spot where you're frustrated with your work, where you're just, you're unsure of yourself. You don't know which way to turn. Um, it's really a therapy. It's really like a therapist. I'm like, that's what I do with my clients. They have my my text. We could talk right away. Help me. <laughs> Having a different viewpoint, an experienced person with different viewpoints um, can really help you to get back on that path and 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 travel correctly because you don't want to go down this whole long road and spend three months on something. And then like, Oh my gosh, I just wasted all that time. Um, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. <laughs> I've already been through it. So um, that that's why I think the coaching is, is valuable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've, like I said, I've, I've, I've got this wealth of knowledge up here. Um, yeah. that's going to take somebody who's just starting out the same amount of time that it took me to get it. So why not, why not take advantage of that? That's right. Especially, yeah. Especially if you're not a writer and you just want to write one book, That's right. Or it's for your business or you just have a book idea and you want to get it done. That's yeah. the perfect reason to use a coach. Yeah. And I see it as well as all that time and energy you'd be wasting trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. Even yeah. Somebody has the resources, and in my case, it was just somebody to give me that swift kick in the behind. Exactly. And you know, just call me out on my uh, 
my stories to say exactly excuses and everything and say no I'm not taking a family member or friend would kind of yield to that and say oh it's okay you know exactly she'll be like no you got this you're you're, you're right (laughs) like if you were if you were um trying to become a public speaker or you were going to be a better football player or something would you ask your best friend or your or your mom to help you well you might but she's probably not going to help you excel in that area unless she's a public speaker and she plays football. Um, so you've got to use, you've got to use a coach or somebody who's got that experience and that knowledge and um, is actually going to, has your back, <laughs> whether you like to hear it or not. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I muted myself. <laughs> um, I was like, she's talking, but I don't see, I'm I don't hear anything. No, I'll <laughs> explain to the listeners, my neighbor this morning decided he's cutting down his tree. So there's a lot of chainsaws in the background. So I mute myself once in a while when it gets very loud and I forgot to unmute myself. But uh, you were, you were talking, uh, uh, was what I was saying when nobody could hear me was uh, that you have this uh, write your book in 30 day program, which I absolutely love because then you have a time frame. It's just like, I got mm-hmm. this, you, know, you kind of sort your thoughts. So can you talk to us a little bit about that program? And that, how it sure. Works? It's a little scary. Some people like write a book in 30 days. That's insane. Um, but actually I've done it five times. And right now is National Novel Writing Month, which is every November. So this is how I got the idea of teaching people this, process that I developed after doing it five times. And um, yeah, because if you just sit down and write a book like Nano NaNoWriMo is, you just sit down and write it. At the end, you have a mess. You have a draft that's a big mess. And if you're not a writer, that's overwhelming as well, because you're like, I want to write a book, but this is a mess. Um, so I, I developed an, a way to work with my clients to get them all set up and then the 30-day process is like go. And then at the end, um, I work with them on their next path of where they're going to go with publications, a publication or editing or critique partners or whichever way they want to go. Um, but the main idea behind the 30-day process is a book should be written in a season. And that's one to three months. And that's not just me saying that. That is like... A- Stephen King's says that, and I've, I've seen other writers say that. So what happens is your creative process is, um, it's not short, but if you're starting to write something and then you have to stop and then you pick it up again a month later, your mind has to go back to where it was a month ago. And chances are you're not in the same frame of mind. You're not in the same emotional state. And so your creativity is going to be a little different. So I don't know how you wrote your book, but I'm sure if you if you did it over time, you probably experienced that when you sat back down, you had to go back over and read what you were writing and try and get back in that space again. Um, I've worked with people who, before they worked with me, they spent six years on a book and then we finished wow. it in 30 days. And it was really like, why am I letting this drag on? Why am I pulling this along? And you know, it's a heavy burden. It's a weight because I want to finish it. Um, but if you understand how that creative process works and once you get into it, it's like a trance and you can get it done. And at the end of 30 days, you've got that book 
and it's ready to it's ready to go on whatever path you decided to at the beginning. Yeah, that's that's great. I, yeah, I, I didn't know about the season one, but I remember when I did write my book, uh, it was all at once. But when it was rereading time, when I you know mm-hmm. I, I kind of let it go cold for a little bit, yeah, I went back to it and started rereading. That's where I wanted to change everything because I was not in that same state of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of the process when I'm working with people is we do a nice framework beforehand. So they have a guideline. They're not just writing blindly and they have a nice guideline to go along with and um, keeps them on track because when you're writing, sometimes things happen and you decide to go this way or go to the right or go to the left and you, you, you swerve. <laughs> Yeah, it's the swerving part. Yeah, the swerve. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful. And uh, you have that accessible. I'll I'll put in the information a little bit later. Uh, But uh, I think it's wonderful to mention because sometimes you just need that time frame. So Mm -hmm. how I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah other things to do yeah and i that's not my only way i work with people but that's my my one main way so uh it's the fun way (laughs) yeah i like that the fun way (laughs) the fun way well i feel like get it done right we're busy your story needs to be told and if you just keep sitting on it it's not going to get told and it's it's never going to get out there. Yeah, no, you're right. That's uh, I love that. It's a lot of great advice that you're giving us today. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move it uh, just along a little. Okay. Bit. Uh, would you mind sharing something that no one knows about? I mean, you shared quite a bit in the beginning with uh, oh, your upbringing, well, I, but is there anything? I can't can tell. I can't anything? tell all my secrets, but um, <laughs> there's some things that have to remain quiet. That's right. Um, <laughs> Well, let's see. I, I'm very crafty. I have a lot of plants, but I think everybody knows that. Um, uh, I am one of seven children. Mm, I used to be able to do the splits. I need to get back into that stretching and I could probably do them again. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Challenge. Yeah. I, that's one of my challenges for the years. To do the splits. I don't know why. It's like, I want to be a cheerleader all of a sudden, but I think I can, I think I can do it. <laughs> I used to be a dancer where it was just like, you just did it. Oh yeah. I never actually yeah. trained because it started young, but now I realize that I'm not I'm not young. No, you, got, you gotta you gotta stretch. Yep. Need a little stretch. Yeah. I don't yeah, so I don't really think I have any secrets, you know. Yeah. Well that's okay. I that's think so people something. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I like to change it up a little bit. And is there uh is there any advice that you wish you would have had earlier? Um that would have made know. your life so much easier when you were younger. Well, if I hadn't grown up in a cult, um would things would have been much easier because uh, education was not pressed on me. Um, neither was creativity. So I think early on, if I had been given that Sally has ADHD, she thinks a little differently than most people and been encouraged, you know, in that way, uh, life would have been much different. I would have been a lot less harder on myself because I was always comparing myself to everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something that yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah, I got mostly negative feedback. I didn't get any good feedback. So that would be my advice. Positive feedback. 
And I, I think that has helped you in your coaching business as well, where it's just like you, you would encourage people positively. Yeah. Uh, in a positive, because you know what it's like when you're only getting things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not least something that. I mean, they might not like what I have to say. <laughs> I do the sandwich, you know, the sandwich method, you yes. know, something yes. nice. Okay, now. This is crappy. Okay. Yeah, now, right. a punch in the <laughs> but you're a really good person. I can see your creativity. I love where you're going. Right. You know, <laughs> the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything new coming up for you? Is there uh, any new projects, uh, any new programs that are on the way that you could share? Well, yes, I did mention my concierge coaching. I've got two things. So the concierge coaching, which is an hourly thing, which is basically you have me in your back pocket. I liken it to um, the the health, the mental health care stuff you can buy now, better health, where you can just buy me for three hours. And then when you need me, I'm, I'm there. Um, and then I have a literary agent now. So her and I are working on my next middle grade book, um, which is middle grade horror, because I love Stephen King. And it's set during Y2K. So kids don't know what Y2K is, so um, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, so that hopefully next year I have uh, something po positive to say about that. So that's that's exciting. And yeah, yeah, it's I fun. I remember when my niece and nephews were a little younger, they loved it. They kept asking me, what kind of horror stories would you <laughs> tell each other when you were younger? And I couldn't remember any of them. So I None of them. <laughs> And, and I'm going to point out that this book, because if you're going to be a writer, I got the idea from taking a walk and, uh, and I saw some words on a sidewalk that some kids had written. And I took those words. It was today is your last day as a human. I took those words and wrote a whole novel around it. Wow. So just, you know, if you let your mind wander and you just have that time where you just aren't thinking about work, kids, yeah. you know, how terrible you are as a person, you know, whatever that we do to ourselves, right? right. Um, right. These ideas will pop into your head. They don't have to be a book. They can be a short story, you know? Yeah. I like or, that. or a song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. And write it down when the story, when the idea comes Yeah, I, took, I did it right in my phone right away. Yeah, because I have <laughs> a couple of times I've woken up from a dream. Oh, this would be such a, and I'm like, oh, I'll just remember it when I wake up in the morning, but I forget after <laughs> So I like that. Yeah. I do have a question for you, which I ask everybody and I didn't tell you. This okay. Time, but there was a, a little girl who interviewed me for a school, but she was interviewing me. Okay. Adults for a school project. And she was asking this question that everybody asked children, but so she figured it was a question to ask, but nobody would answer and she'd get frustrated. So her mother just said, well, maybe you should just not ask that question. And okay. she told her, she goes, no, somebody's going to get it. So she kept asking when she okay. asked, I answered her and she was all happy. She turned around and she's like, see mom, see, I told mom. you somebody would get told it. You. <laughs> so this is the question. What would you like to be when you grow up? Oh, what would I like to be when I grow up? Yeah. Well, Question. I would like to be somebody who's traveling around the country in an RV and writing and meeting all kinds of interesting people and seeing all different places and just um, experiencing all different kinds of cultures. That that would be that'd be my grown up life. <laughs> that is I love that. Yeah. And it's so important to have to keep yeah. having those inspirations and dreams and goals. I think that's great. I don't think I'm ever going to grow up. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a great question. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. I always say I'm a child trapped in an, an older lady's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that one because I think that's great. That's a, a lot of people would have that dream too. <laughs> Just get away. And I'm write. almost there. I got the writing part. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Uh, now, before we wrap up, how can people reach you or follow you or get more information about your program? I will add that in the comments. Oh, okay. The easiest way to find me is my name, sallylots.com is my website. And on there, I have all my programs. I have my books. Um, I have uh, free consultations. And um, that's the easiest way. And my social media links are on there as well. That's wonderful. So I'll add that to it. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it simple is my philosophy. <laughs> I like that. Yes. It does get complicated, especially in the, the, the digital world. Mm-hmm. It could get very complicated. Well, thank you so much, Sally. I just enjoyed uh, talking to you. I could talk to you all. Day. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just talked to somebody last week. She goes, you like talking to strangers, don't you? I go, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh no, it's great. This is it's my my default. I love it. <laughs> We're not weirdos. We just love to hear. It's, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's a good way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think it's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your story and, and giving us some inspiration to get started. Anybody? Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. He's got a, a baby in them. There's a book in them to, to get the, the baby out. I think it's wonderful. And uh, I'll make sure that I add the link so people can follow you and get more information or join your, your 30-day program. I think that'd be great. Too. That would be awesome. Thank I would love that. Thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And for everybody who is listening or watching, depending on which platform you're on, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. And don't forget to have a look at the Self-Esteem Doctor Online Academy as well. I'll add the link so you can have a look at the wonderful resources that uh, Dr. Small and Alicia has on helping your children develop uh, a great self-confidence, uh, self-esteem. So thank you again. And until then, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll talk soon.